has the British governor produced a greater empire than never has the governor produced a nutmeg greater than Dear me, dear me, where is His Excellency? He's going away today. Away? Pish or tosh and kittle. <laughs> he hasn't informed me, his legal advisor. Unless I'm informed of his divisional movements, I can't keep the colonial office cognizant of his whereabouts. I think he's dodging you. Uh, why? Because he doesn't understand a blinking word you say. Oh, pish, tosh and kittle. I merely express myself in the circumlocutive terminology of gubernatorial departmentalism. Gosh. <laughs> Gosh, I'm not looking forward to this trip. We don't know what we might run into. Into the shine, eh? Into the shine. You're too soon. I ain't that the shine. That's the second comic that's coming here. I'll comp the next one that opens the door. Hello, folks. Oh, what's the game, eh? Well. <laughs> what's the idea clouting me like that? I'm sorry, Gov. I thought it was just another comic. Hey? Well, on behalf of Vic Oliver, I demand an apology. <laughs> Where you been, Gov? I've been out with some of the hula girls. Had a hula of a time, too. <laughs> Until one of them took me to a club. What was it like? Well, it was a swing club. And a big man swung it. If you don't believe me, I'll show you a relief map of my napper. Hello? Supposing yes. we two yes. got together yes. with three others, yes. that'd make five, wouldn't it? E no, four. Why? I can't come. <laughs> Try to catch me, Winston Churchill's gag writer. What next? Hello? You're wrong. There'd only be three. Well, how do you make that out? Well, I can't come myself, see? But only three? Why, it's hardly worthwhile having a party at all. Oh, dear. Hello? You're still wrong. Why? We're, We're not, not thinking well coming either. Well, who are you? The, the other, other three. <laughs> this is getting worse. Is there, a, is there a psychoanalyst in the house? Mm, mm, yes. Oh, well, could you help me out, sir? Oh, yes, yes. Wait till I get the bombs off my bicycle. <laughs> bombs off the bicycle? Aren't you a psychoanalyst? Oh, I thought you said cycling anarchist. <laughs> uh, what, Gov? Is my articulation bad? May I be frank? Phillips, you can say what you like. <laughs> well, if I were you, I'd have it out. Have it out? What are you talking about? Oh, let's count the laundry and start with a clean sheet, eh? We are supposed to be going on tour. You visit the outlying villages, explore the jungle, and show the flag. Show the flag? What do you think I am, a taxi driver? <laughs> lovely glove, lovely glove. <laughs> You're carried by bearers around your far-flung empire in regal state. Well, that's better than being far-flung out of the empire in a shocking state. <laughs> well, I'll get my white elephant and I'll let my hair down and go via Coventry. <laughs> I wonder what's on at the Hippodrome. Into the shine, eh? Into the shine. Into what a shine? My brother's a blower up at toy balloons. He always gets up late and he has to run to work. When he gets there, he's out of breath, so he can't blow them up and he doesn't get any wages. Into the shine, eh? Into the shine. <laughs> he must be one of Cochrane's old gentlemen. 
don't know. He's got a funny little face like a dolgov. I'm sure I've seen him sitting on Peter Brock's knee. <laughs> Uh, what about this tour around the island? Oh, yes. Now, uh, get my desk book, will you? Yeah, here you are, Gov. Oh, that's right. Ah, now, here's a good one. A cactus on sea. Three elephant parade. Manageress, Ma Hoot. Tent and breakfast, 15 bob. With use of jungle, 15 and a penny. <laughs> well, now, well, we'd better... <laughs> we'd better take Macintosh, it up. We've just had a gale warning. A gale warning? Thank you, sir. Ah, here he comes. <laughs> All wet and windy, eh? Are you coming with me, Colonel? I've got you a camel. A camel, sir, is an animal after my own heart. I'm told it goes seven days without water. <laughs> right. Well, the one I've got for you goes seven days without whiskey. Impossible, sir. <laughs> Well, if you're going with me on my tour, you'll have to bring your own supply of drinks. Ah, uh, that's very necessary in the jungle, Hander. Yes. I'm determined to defend myself against mosquitoes. <laughs> I'd love to see you try to swat one with a bottle. <laughs> have you ever thought of going slightly teetotal, Colonel? No, sir. Thank heavens I've never lost my sense of humor. <laughs> You're quite right, but I wish you wouldn't laugh at your own soaks. I say, is my friend Major Monday coming? Oh, I expect so. Dear old Monday, eh? Yes, Keeps asking me if Florence Nightingale still lives in Berkeley Square. <laughs> well, uh, I'm glad you're coming with me, Colonel. I tell you what, I'll put you in charge of the first aid. Thank you, you're right, sir. I can find a drink anywhere. I'll find some port wine... Some fruity port wine will make you happy, will make you sway. I'd like some cold beer that's not too old, dear. So, so we'll drive our blue monkeys away. <laughs> He's a grand old sporter. What a traveler, eh? You know, he was the first white man to cross the Zambuzi on a barrel, no, on an aspirin. <laughs> now, let's get going, Herb. Oh! What's that, Gus? I thought it was you. Okay. <laughs> well, take no notice. Take... Oh! Where's he coming from? Wales. <laughs> Tinker one is from Cardiff. Well, what causes it? Football. Yeah, half a no, eh? <laughs> No, Dynamo, you petty. Tell <laughs> me, have you engaged any bear as herbs? Yes, Gov. The two head ones are here. Oh, well, let's have a look at them. What, it's old bowing and scraping. They're going to carry me. All they can do is to carry ochre. Now, listen, you two pieces of coffee stalled cake. Do you really think you could carry me through the jungle? Ha, <laughs> <laughs> Well, now, what would you do if I asked you to drop me somewhere? Ha, <laughs> ha. I don't like the sound of that. Ah, ah. ah now you're talking. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, meet me in half an hour at the bandstand. <laughs> that's a funny thing. Oh, that's very funny. What? Well, every time those rats come in here, the skunk holds his nose. <laughs> well, now I better be getting down to the store. Uh, just walk in front of me, will you, in case we meet that lion who was so rude to me yesterday. Yeah, 
Arms. Arms, did you say? Well, give me one of yours, Herb. I can't get mine off. They seem to like me here. Uh, lick your boots, sir. Lick your boots. Let's have a look at your tongue. No, thanks. My boots are white. Bob. Yeah, they do like me, don't they? Salamu Sheik. Salamoniac. Oh, they do like me, don't they? They don't like me, do they? <laughs> look out. Here's Lady Solely bowling along like a mummy on roller skates. Get ready now, here she is. Oh, I'm sure it's Governor Hanley. It, it must, must be, be Governor Hanley. It is Governor Hanley. How does the chorus go, you know? <laughs> now, put up my parasol, Herb. Okay, Governor. I see you, you naughty man. Peekaboo. Ah, oh, good morning, Lady Solely. I can't stop now. I have to see a man about a lion. Oh, you won't have far to look. There's one just behind you. I... So there is. I say, Lady Solely, uh, do you mind if I fasten you up at the back? Ah, uh, oh, that's better. Now, keep your head now. Look him straight in the eyes. And when he opens his mouth, pop your head inside and have a good look round. Why? Which, uh, just to see if his teeth fit. I believe you're a little bit afraid. Me afraid of a liar? And put your paw in front of your mouth when you do that. That's the way to talk to them. Now, get me a bicycle. It's coming nearer, Mr. Handley. Well, get me a motor bicycle. <laughs> well, do something, can't you? Standing there, knocking my knees together. <laughs> I'll deal with it with my parasol. Go away, lion. <laughs> the, uh, the lion disappeared by permission of Noel Coward. <laughs> Now, come on, let's write a tune for 2,000 pounds, eh? Oh, there's that dear Mr. Shadwell, Charlie Arley. Charlie Arley? What a way to talk to a musical elocutionist. <laughs> oh, good morning, ladies only. This is indeed an, 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 an enigmatic... This is indeed... Turn it up. <laughs> this is indeed an enigmatic encounter. What did you say, Chess? I said I'm pleased to meet her. <laughs> So you won't play, eh? All right. Yes, I will. I pay an arrangement by Peter York of Chili Bonbon. Oh, Mr. Shadwell, the things you say. <laughs> <laughs> you ought to hear him when his colour rolls under the piano. <laughs> now, Charlie Arley, do be more careful. She's very sensitive. Oh, is she? Yes, last night I tarred and feathered her stockings. She was very upset. <laughs> play, boy! <laughs> Thank you. 
better get started. Get my elephant out of the fridge, will you? He can carry my personal baggage. The chief's daughter, Gov. Oh, that's an idea. Shalom, O illustrious one. I am your elephant boy. Elephant boy? What's the matter, Cebu? <laughs> Who is this bloke, He's the groom for your elephant. Groom? Well, if he's going to marry the elephant, I forbid the buns. <laughs> what's your name? My name, Mumbo Master. Well, what's the matter with Jumbo, Mumbo? Him got fat tooth, Master. Oh, Jumbo's got a pain in the gumbo, Mumbo. <laughs> well, give him a whack on the tusk and Jumbo's gumbo will go numbo, Mumbo. Now, I've never ridden an elephant before. Do I ride Jumbo or Kimbo, Mumbo? Oh, anyway, let's have a go. Give us a leg up. Yeah. Mr. Handler. Going up. Mr. Handler. Coming down. Hello, Hotchkiss. And don't talk to me with that monkey's tail in your mouth. Mr. Handler, what game do you think you're playing with that elephant? Big game. You see, the elephant goes out of the room, pushes his trunk upstairs, and we have to find it. Ridiculous. Well, the elephant likes it. <laughs> and so does the monkey. <laughs> uh, well, I've got to ride on an elephant because I'm going to hold a big reception. You know, a, a durbar, a big durbar. Hold up the bar, Handler. I'll help you. Go away, you dissipated renegade. Sip of fizzy lemonade. Do you want to cut him off in the prime of his throat? <laughs> Puppy Colonel, I want. I'm sorry, sir. I have no intention of staying behind. I'm coming with you. You need advice. A governor usually does things in a big way. <laughs> and so does the elephant. <laughs> After all, I spent three years amongst the devoted pygmies. Oh, I've got those. Got what? Floating kidneys. Oh! <laughs> you know, that monkey's a baboon and a blessing to me. Well, here's the store, Herb. Oh, good morning. Good morning. You are looking better. What a pity. <laughs> Herb, look who's in charge. The Maharaja of Murtha. I thought you were on tour with the Tidfilderols. Well, tell me, how's trade? In this business, three are absolutely essential, and one is too, too many anyway. I wish you'd stop talking pigeon Welsh. Now, listen, I want to be fitted out for a journey. How long will you be away? I don't care if you never come back. <laughs> see, well, it all depends on the mumbles, you see. I may be away for a month, four weeks, or a couple of fortnights. It's all in the lap of the milk. It looks as though you will have pleasant weather. It's raining worse than Swansea. <laughs> that's right, that's right. Run Manchester down. <laughs> well, just let me have what's under the counter. There is nothing under the counter. I put it there yesterday. <laughs> what the Emlyn Williams are you talking about? <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll toss it for the till. Your cry, heads, I said tails, what is it? <laughs> it's a dead heat, my till. Take it with pleasure, it's screw to the counter. <laughs> you know, that fellow's been too much in the papers lately. <laughs> he should remember that all that's Norton's isn't goals. <laughs> what a strong pong. Somebody's roasting a warthog. <laughs> I bet it's Curly Tail, the cook. You're right, sir. I can't understand why all my dishes smell so queer. <laughs> well, uh, perhaps it's furry at the bottom of your saucepan. <laughs> Tell me, 
Do you ever listen to the cooking hints on the radio? Yes, sir. That's why I've lost so many jobs. <laughs> well, I don't know. I heard a good one the other day. How to make stewed rhubarb last. How, sir? Make the custard first. <laughs> now, you tell me a funny story now. Oh, I've got a good one today, sir. Two men were sitting opposite each other in a railway carriage. One man leant across to the other and said, Do you believe in ghosts? The other one said no and disappeared. Do you like that? <laughs> I think that's amazing. The two men couldn't have been on spooking terms. <laughs> now run along, Curly. Make the fat hot and call a herring. Hey, Gov. Yes? Is that slopper girl that's never heard of anything? Oh, do you mean Major Mundy's daughter, naive? Yes, Gov. Oh, she sees all, hears all, and knows nouch. But I like her. Pig iron wouldn't melt in her mouth. Good morning, Your Excellency. Hello, my little May West. May West? Who is May West? Yeah, well, she's a, she's a great woman, you know. Oh, what a big heart. What a big heart. <laughs> you know, when she comes round the corner, you can see her brooch first. <laughs> she's a wonderful woman. She's, uh, she's on the films. Films? What are they? Oh, bless your bonny bunion. <laughs> Come with me and I'll show you one. I'm afraid Mother wouldn't like it. All right, it won't take her. <laughs> It'll be all right. I'll choose a nice picture like, let me see, uh, Tom Crippen's school days. Who's Crippen? <laughs> oh, this is murder. Would you like to put your feet up? <laughs> let's, uh, let's change the subject, shall we? Are you coming with me on my tour? Oh, yes. I'd like to lead you up the jungle path. I, but I wonder if I'm taking this girl the wrong way. I hope so. Is my mother coming too? Well, do you need her? I don't think so. Brave girl, spoken like a member of the Biggleswade Badminton Club. Come, let us go into the wood and pick bluebells. Why pick bluebells? That's what I say. Why? <laughs> Come, we will go into the woods and... Mr. Handler, pick the blue blinking bell. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Have a go at this. Hello, George Gorge. What are you eating? Hippo steaks. Lovely grub. Lovely grub. <laughs> Let's taste it. Lummy, it is strong. Tastes like a boiled battle dress. <laughs> well, it's all the better for that. But you've got a terrific appetite like a horse. Rather. Where is it? <laughs> you've got a one-trough mind. You must think a midnight choo-choo is an early morning breakfast. That's an idea. I'll go and have it now. Lovely grub, lovely grub. Get out. I bet Billy Bunter's only two pies ahead of him. <laughs> Could you see a lady, Gov? Has she got a pram? I'm afraid so. Then she's been shopping. <laughs> well, who is she? I think she teaches in a native school. Does she? Well, get out the whiteboard and the black chalk and send her in. Good morning, Your Excellency. I say, what a smashing schoolmistress. What a lovely head of sofa stuffing. <laughs> Can I stay in and do a hundred lines? Oh, I'm not a teacher, really. Well, let's leave the room and go out to play, shall we? Surely you could teach me something. Probably. Uh, what would you like to learn first? Yes. Now, you know, you've got something, you have. You're telling me. Mary Smith had a college education. 
Sally Jones have a scientific street. Sarah Brown used to lecture on ancient architecture. Josie Green taught Latin and Greek. Just forgotten girls with forgotten brains. While history explained When Madame Pompadour was on the ballroom floor Said all the gentlemen, obviously The madam has the cutest personality And think of all the books about you baddest looks What made her way to the toast of three She had a well-developed personality and what did Romeo see in Juliet or Pierrot in Pierrette or Jupiter in Juno? You know. And when Salome danced and had the boys in trance, no doubt it must have been easy to see that she knew how to use her personality. A girl can learn to spell and take dictation well and never sit on the boss's settee. Unless she's got a perfect personality. A girl can get somewhere in spite of stringy hair or even just a bit bold at the knee. If she can show a false left personality. And while certain girls offered certain things like table coats and wedding rings by men who wear their spats right. That's right. So if you say I'm smart and have the kindest heart, oh, what a wonderful sister I'd be. Just tell me how you like my personality. 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 That girl's just my cup of tea, huh? Tea? Yes, personality. <laughs> Next gentleman, please. Gov? Yes? It's time we started. But give me a chance. I haven't painted my corns out yet. Well, what do you want to do that for? Well, I'm not having the parrots pecking at my feet as we go along. Come on, let's get started. Oh, hello, Monday. Ah, oh, my dear Excellency. I must thank you for inviting my daughter to accompany you. Well, I'm glad she's coming, Monday. She can ride on the handlebars of the elephant. Ah, uh, she's a tender flower, sir. Yes, just my pick. What's that? I said we must be quick. Eric! Oh, that's the wife outside. What shall I say? Well, tell her off. Yes, my dear? That's no way to talk to her. Leave it to me. Now then, Mrs. Monday, what's all this? Take that! Oh, thank you. Good night. <laughs> lovely grub, lovely grub. <laughs> Well, now that's settled. That's what I came to see you about. I don't want her to come. Well, neither do I. I know. We'll take her as a tiger frightener, eh? I suppose you've often been on the safari, Major? All my life, sir. You should read my book with rod and gun up the lower Limpopo. Any pictures? <laughs> yes. Dozens, sir. Including the tongueless women of the Tongo. Why don't you make your wife a member of that lot? Now, where are your carriers, your native bearers? Oh, they're in the porter's quarters. Porter, porter, sir. <laughs> I don't mind if I do. <laughs> Hello. Here comes old lost weekend. <laughs> oh, um... Hello, Bunder. Yes, Shinstrap. This trip reminds me of old times. Remember our first hunt in the Punjab? Eh? By God, sir. 
gas-fang cat we shot. What? Cat? You scoundrel. I've a good mind to give you the dog. He was referring to tigers, sir. Oh, tigers. Chinstrap, you remember old Chumley Carstairs of the seventh bunghole lancers? The old soapy seventh? Eh? Ah, poor old Chumas. I sat next to him the night he filled the brigadier's boot with butter. <laughs> I said, what do you think of that, Handler? Oh, I don't know, I don't know. I remember once during a brain's trust dinner, a sea serpent crawled across the table and nobody said a word except Lady Astor. <laughs> Story of my own eyes. Any question? Well, Handler, I must go and pack my kit. Well, don't forget to put the cork in. <laughs> I say, Monday, do you know that the Russians have been over in London playing football? What? Has the star gone mad? <laughs> he better be careful. One of these days, somebody will knock his molly off. <laughs> They're standing up, God. What? Do you know big chief figure bangers outside? Yes, I do, but it's his inside I don't want to know. You know he's outside with all his tribe. Well, tell him it's too early for carols. What was that? A boomerang. Looks like a native coat hanger. What a nerve, eh? I certainly won't see him. What did you say, God? I said, send him in. Chief, the God wants you. What's that? Me bigger bangers, daughter. My papa, he says, you come outside and see him. Well, tell him to come round the stage door when the show's over. I'll speak to papa. Oh, this is taking as long as a war trial. <laughs> My papa, he says... You walk three steps, he walks three steps. You walk two steps, he walks two steps. You walk one step. What is this? The BBC Dancing Club? <laughs> Hail, bigger banger. Oh, anything. Group 83, you'll be a long time getting out. <laughs> he says, before you go, you'll marry me. Uh, get my lawyer. Uh, sure, uh, oh, hello, Snuffington. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know how I'm going to get out of this one. Oh, piss, toss, and piffle. Right, I'll try, Tush. <laughs> oh, will you allow me as an acknowledged authority on judicial procedure, as exemplified in all mandated territory, that only a plenipotentiary can approve the matrimonial machination of a paramount chief with due legality? I rest my case. <laughs> and see that nobody pinches it. No, I can't what did Horace say, Elsie? <laughs> he say, you marry me now. Well, I'd like to, but you see, just before I left England, I met a charming boulder, a lady, who is much older than me, but twice as thick. The chief, <laughs> she had a canary with a wooden leg, and one day I said, cooey, just like that, and before I knew where I was, the, the, ring, the ring was through my nose. You mean you're married? Uh, yes. Now, let's go and roast chestnuts and make a lot of money. Come on, let's all go together. Uh, your wife, what was her name? Now, it's funny you should mention that. I forgot to ask her. He say he not believe you. He say stop the war dance. Now we're for it, Herb. 
It's got to produce a wife somehow, Gov. All right. I'll tell you what, I'll just shout and see what happens. Mrs. Handley! Coming! Lovey, it's Hotchkiss. That's torn it. Now, what am I going to do next week? <laughs> Listen to Tommy Handy Nitmar with Jack Train, Clance Wright, Fred Ewell, Gene Capra, Carlton Hobbs, Hugh Morton, Mary O'Farrell, Diana Morrison, and Lynn Joyce. The BBC Augmented Variety Orchestra, conducted by Charles Shadow, script by Ted Kavanagh, produced by Francis Worsley. <laughs>